You're listening to Cocktail Corner on 95BFM. Matt Thompson. Hey, how guys? How are you? How are you? Yeah, I'm bloody good actually, mate. I'm uh, just cruising, enjoying this nice warmer weather that we have going. Actually, I, I thought it might be quite good gin weather, but that's not where we're taking this edition of Cocktail Corner, thanks to Thompson Whiskey New Zealand, is it? No, it is actually good gin weather, to be honest. Um, oh, no, I, mean, no, I was going to say... It's, you know, drinking like late afternoon on a sunny afternoon, a straight single malt whiskey, maybe it's not that good. But I actually have already poured myself a glass and actually really enjoying it. So. Okay. <laughs> so, so is this just, okay, talk us through, because you have dropped something off to my house. You just left a bottle in the letterbox the other day. Um, tell me about what was delivered. What is this? So, is it a new Thompson Whiskey product? Um, so the story with that one is Glen Gary's, who um, uh, Glen Gary Malt Clubs, which is down at Glen Gary Victoria Park, kind of been my education in whiskey for like the last fifteen years. Like I've been going to them for a long time, and they're really good. And so, and the owner of the Glen Gary's often um, takes tasting or if they've got someone in from out of town or something, someone else will run the tasting. So obviously the owner of the Glen, of Glen Gary's is really into whiskey. Is, it, is that Tonchi's dad or Tonchi's uncle? Or? Yeah, Jack Jakisevich is his name. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's a good dude and he's been really good to us. Um, putting us he did the great thing of, um, of saying... Um, yeah, we'll take your whiskey. Feel free to sell it into any of my shops. So that yes. was my first. Like, I had to go and sell it into each shop, but that taught me about um, getting on with people and hustling kind of and general stuff. people skills. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a it, yeah. it's an art, man. It is a total art. Well, I never do a hard sell. I hate doing a hard sell. Mm-hmm. I like just you know talk you know just talking about stuff and drinking whiskey and things. So. Um, that was quite good, but the Glengarry's are really good because of all the shops. I mean, there's good wine shops out there, you don't, don't get me wrong. Um, but just of, um, uh, you know, Glengarry's, like pe- people are into their alcohol there, whether it be wine, beer or whiskey, you know. Mm-hmm. So so that's quite, I've always enjoyed that, like going in and, because it's actually a good day for me, like if I had to go around the shops, call into Glengarry's, talk some shit and drink some whiskey with this stuff. I've always um, felt there's kind of, a similar level of appreciation between like music lovers and wine lovers and whiskey lovers kind of ticking a few of the same boxes when it comes to like really getting into something you know exploring a genre or a a style you know there are very similar notes between um those passions yeah well i can do it if we're talking like you're talking music Mm. and whiskey or something you know i can do it like but I can't talk sport. I'm not a sport can't talk guy. Sport? Come on, Matt. Nah. You're supposed to be a well-rounded Kiwi. This is I talking rugby. Put a scrum down. Just put a scrum down. That's yeah. all you need to know. Now, so tell me, so this bottle that you've delivered, it is a Thompson Whiskey Grain and Grape, bottle number 88 of 561, cask 3334. 
limited edition oh, yes. single malt whiskey. Is this the so right bottle the, for the right stuff that we're about to enjoy? Yes, yes, it is. Yes. Um, so, yeah, um, Glengarry, um, well, we sort of asked them and they were keen, um, you know, did they want to do a special bottling? And then, so when you're doing a special release, uh, like all our single cast bottlings, it's something that's not on spec, like like Minuta Smoke or Pete Smoke, which are all kind of standard releases. Mm-hmm. So we had to find some casks that we thought um, would work, and I found I had two casks which I put into it's called grain and grape because whiskey is made from grain and it's been a wine cask, so that's the grape. But it had gone into two uh, Westbrook red wine casks, probably Pinot Noir, but it's like four or five years ago, and I've forgotten now. Um, uh, and it was in there for for about four months mm-hmm. in those casks. And it wasn't tasting, it was tasting too whiny. It wasn't, I just thought it wasn't going to, um, it just tastes like you're drinking wine. How do you it's back out of that? Whisk. How do you back out of something which has taken on too much of the cask taste? Do you take it out and put it in another cask? Yeah, yeah, that's what, um, you've got you to do something with it. Because there's no point in sitting it there for years mm. and it coming out tasting bad. Um, and so, actually, um, what, when we first started, when I was selecting Old Stock New Zealand whiskey, um, uh, the entire about 200 casks of Wilsons had been put into red, into red wine casks, mm. and I was trying it. It, it um, maybe been in there for like six years, and yes. you could just tell, man, some of them were, were no good. So that was quite that was really good to have access to that though, because some were really good too. Uh, so yeah, I decided to change the cast. So I changed it to Jack Daniels barrels. Mm-hmm. Um, so it had only been in the in the wine for about four months. And this is Jack Daniels barrels. Normally you'd put it in in, um, in bourbon barrels and finish it in a different one. But this is kind of the opposite. And I thought um, because you know it's a West Auckland winery, we're West Auckland based. Um, uh, Glengarry is kind of West Auckland based. You know, sort of concept wise. It, it, it worked, and I took it in the two cast samples for, for them to try, and they wanted them both. So, mm-hmm. yeah. um, so we blended them and put it out, um, and it just was good. Um, so it was a really nice project, really nice working with them. Um, so yeah, so then how come you've only got a bit of bottle and I'm only drinking out you of You tasted it all on Wednesday night, I'm assuming? Is that what's going on here? You've just left uh, John Boy with a... No, what, there was just a bit, because when you do a bottling run, like there's always a bit left. So yeah. you've got the bit left, and I'm okay. only drinking out of my cast sample, because <laughs> we bottled it, and then that was the amount, and then we wrote out all mm. the labels, and then Glengarry bought the lot, right? So it's gone. So then um, what happened uh, yesterday was a good friend of mine who's actually a whiskey judge for um, two New Zealand whiskey competitions. She went straight out and bought a bottle and then called me and was like, man, this is fucking amazing. Oh, like, awesome. So good. And I'm like, oh, no, because we don't have any bottles. So, oh. like, if I want to enter into competition, I'm going to actually have, have to, to go, go and, and buy one. Buy <laughs> oh, yeah. Can I buy that back, thanks? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, Matt, it, it is actually a great-looking bottle. It's got a gold Thompson whiskey logo up above uh, sort of like a maroony and um, pink pastel sort of design with grain and grape in fairly clear writing. So am I just chucking, the, chucking, putting a dram in a glass and taking a sip, yeah, mate? Put, 
Put a tram in a glass and add a little bit of water. Okay, I don't have any water, so... Got that, everyone? Oh, yeah, it's so, good, um, mate. It's good. Yeah, so I've already got mine in the glass. Um, and so with American oak, you get um, American oak of the Tennessee whiskey barrels. You get kind of vanillins and coconut and stuff. It's quite fruity. But, Is that, can I say it's fruity for when I say I wasn't expecting it to be as floral, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, well, it's kind of like a whole lot of kind of funk happened in the first four months in the wine cask. Mm. And it's got all these weird notes, which remind me of kind of Indian sweets, like, you know, the sweets at Rathui on K-Rose? Yes. Yeah, you know, like cardamom and stuff? Can I also say for people that drink whiskey and sometimes go, I'm, I'm also one of these people, I'll crack into the whiskey and go, damn, that is hot. Oh my God, that is ripping my mouth off. This is very smooth. I've not got any of that. I've got a touch of warmth. And I've got that wonderful sort of florally, I guess, mouthfeel. It's bloody wow, good, mate. It's really, it's this is easy to sip on. Thanks. That's 46% as well that you're drinking. Okay. It, so it's quite there you strong. go. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is because you don't know, you know, you don't really know how what, you know, cuts are going to turn out mm. in, the, in this process. And this is, you know, a moment captured in time. It'd be hard for me to recreate, like it is what it is, and it's yes. really yum. Yeah, I guess um, it's the the barrels as well that you're using. It's everything is kind of specific to those those particular barrels, so it is a one-off. Yeah. So yeah, it's just a nice project, you know. You see them made, and um, it's not. I don't know. It's. Um, what you're saying is this would make a great Christmas present for someone? Yes, it definitely would, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. Uh, someone has just texted in wondering if you do a bourbon. Is Have you ever thought about doing that? Or not? Um, the, uh, so the reasons why we don't. One is that bourbon is a bit like as a small producer – it's hard for us to make less than a $70 product yes. and where you can get really good bourbon for like 50 bucks. Yeah. Um, but it has to go into a new American oak cask. It's quite specific to America. It's mm -hmm. got to be 51% corn, which is, of course, a native grain to America. Yeah, you know, so it's sort of Flavours of America. Um, and it's mashed in... Um, uh, Basically, you mash the whole thing and make a big kind of porridge and you ferment that and put the whole lot in the still. Yeah. Whereas single malt whiskey is made like beer. You mash the, the malt of barley and you run water through that and you collect just the wort or the liquid that comes mm -hmm. off that so you don't have the solids in it. So if you if I put... Uh, it's basically... I can't really make um, bourbon whiskey on my still very well. Yes. Okay. I mean, well, we stay to your, I, stick in your lane, you know. You've, you've got what you've got going on there, and you seem to be doing uh, better and better stuff. So why not explore whiskey? I love bourbon, um, uh, the, and the American whiskey, you know, Canadian whiskey as well. Uh, but, yeah, it's hard uh, doing those heavy rye. We do do a rye, but we can't do 100% rye mm -hmm. for those reasons. Um, yeah, it's nice messing around.
yeah. All right. So, uh, well, so if people want to get their hands on this, they can head along to Glengarry. Have they got yep. most of the stock of this little number? I've got all of it. Okay. I have none, and no one else has any. So you have to and go I've to got Glengarry. like maybe two or two drams left in this bottle, so I'll enjoy it. That was delicious, mate. Um, as someone who sometimes gets their head blown off by whiskey, it was very easy to drink and delicious. Oh, thanks a lot. Sweet. Yeah, thanks. Hey, uh, so Thompson Whiskey holding it down for the next couple of weeks as we run into Christmas for Cocktail Corner. Uh, we'll look forward to checking in with you each Thursday at 5.30, Matt Thompson. Yeah, it's going to be great. All right. Look forward to it. Cheers, okay, brother. thanks, Johnny. Bye. Thanks. See you. Cheers, bye. That was Cocktail Corner on 95 BFM.